Yo, yo. Yo. What's up, guys? It's Tuesday, May 15th. Red Zone Podcast, Episode 3. I'm Shane. As always, Bobby Buckets is here. And tonight, our very special guest, Mr. CJ Claude Ponzo. Oh, the government. <laughs> Welcome to, to the show, buddy. What's going on, boys? Not much. You guys having a good night? Perfect night. Besides yeah. these thunderstorms. Amen. Yeah, it's been storming down here, too. Band concert, so I had a good night. <laughs> yeah. I had T-ball tonight myself, so we've had action-packed. That's the dad life, boys, when you all when you all grow up in your Madden careers and start having all these kids get band concerts and diapers <laughs> and T-ball games to deal with. So look forward to that. All right, guys, we'll go right into it. Week three recap. Had some big games this week. Oh, One yeah. of them was mine. Got my ass beat. Uh, Nick pulled out a great win. I can't say I can't say anything, but he played a good game. Uh, he beat me thirty-eight to thirty. Um, my defense just didn't show up. Um, you know, Nick's one of those players that if you uh, if you give him the opportunity, he'll hit you in the mouth several times, and, and he did me. So I, I got to give credit where it was due. Better man won the game on that one. Nice. And yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Tank and uh, little Cam. Uh, Tank beat Cam, but uh, I think we keep acting like we're impressed with Steven, and he just keeps pumping out these wins. So I think to see him beat a opponent like Cam is pretty nice. Yeah, man, Steven. Steven's really impressed me. I mean, like I said before, he used to be one of those guys that, that didn't pull out too many victories, and he's uh, he's taking his fair share of bumps, but. Seemed like last season he kind of came into his own, and he is uh, – man, he's 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 really showing up to play. And Cameron's no slouch. You know, I said that last week. Cameron's a much better player than people give him credit for. And a lot of guys here this season, this year on Madden, don't know who he is. But we've watched Cameron grow up. He started playing with us when he was like, I don't know, eight or nine, ten maybe. <laughs> he was young, man. Yeah, he was a kid. And uh, now he's 16. It's, it's crazy. It's uh, – you know, Madden run. We, we've seen kids get into high school and start driving cars. So we're we're, we're like the old men of the group here. <laughs> At least two of us. <laughs> yeah, we had some great games. And another one I saw, uh, Justin Lowry. He pulled out a three point win against uh, JJ with the Packers. And anytime you beat JJ, it's a big win. He's oh yeah, one of the better guys in the league. And uh, Bryce, I saw. I think he ended up winning on a on a sim. He uh he played Jimmy, so it's another big win for Bryce coming back off taking a season off. So what's Clayton Bryce now? Three and zero. I think he is. Nice. And Bryce then, has uh, got to be one of those guys that's a favorite man. I mean, Bryce is one of the better guys in the league. And to for my last pick of uh, week three, I'm going to go with Rob beating Karad. Uh, you know. We talked about Rob, I think, in the first episode as a player that could step up and maybe win some games. And to beat someone like Karad is uh, really impressive as well. So, Yeah, that's, that's a big win for him. That's probably upset of the week, uh, at least in my mind. I know Rob probably feels like he was going into that game uh, with just as good a chance to win as Karad. But, but I feel like that's a pretty big win. Uh, a notch in Rob's belt, but I hate to break the news to him. He plays me this week in week four, and his winning ways are over with, at least for this week, because I'm going to put my hands all over him and bring him back to reality. Well, I mean, 
you know, he always falls back down to earth anyway, right? He does. He does. And I'm going I'm to bring him back down real quick this week. So, you look forward to that, Rob. It's going to be fun to watch. It will. And it's going to be Rob's job to stream it because he's the away team this week. So, everybody tune in for that ass beating. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We've, we've given you guys the opportunity to uh, tell us a few things that you want to hear us talk about. Uh, some topics that you guys were interested in. We, we've took those, and I've uh, got a couple of them tonight. That's one reason CJ's on the show with us, longtime member. Uh, you know, he's me and CJ, we're like the two original the two original guys here. I think we've been this, – this Mad makes nine for us, and the next one will be our tenth. And uh, I think we're the two longest-running members in this thing. So – I value his opinion, even though we've not always gotten along. Uh, we've definitely not always seen eye to eye, but we've been doing this together long enough that, you know, I, I trust what he has to say and, and what he thinks. So, you know, going on that, you know, topic one, what we look for in a member, you know, and we've been doing this for a long time. So, see, I'm going to give you the opportunity right now to let us know when we're recruiting and we're trying to find guys to fill in these – these open spots on these teams. What do you look for in a guy to come into our league? Yeah, man, it's it's a lot of things. I think uh, obviously the, there's some that are more important than others. You want to make sure it's guys that fit our rules and and sort of our sim culture. I mean, I don't – sim is a big thing. It's tossed around. I don't think we're really a, a fully sim league. There's some guys that take it a little more serious than we do. But uh, I think, you know, you run into problems anytime – you send a guy the rules, they look at the rules, they start asking a bunch of questions. Uh, that's usually a red flag that, that things aren't going to go uh, too well, you know. And then yeah. you, you obviously want guys who are active, guys who are going to play their games on time. Um, and then me personally, I mean, outside of like I don't see active as just playing games, but I see active as the guys who are interacting on the, on the Facebook page and, you know, uh, writing little stories up and, you know, posting the, the you know, the little, the little video clips of their team. Um, those guys add value to the community, I feel like, because that's one of the things that separate uh, our league and some of these other leagues is just guys who will be involved, sort of talk the talk, and, and then, you know, walk it like they talk it, uh, as Migos would say. So, um, yeah. I know th- those things are big for me and, uh, you know, I think those are sort of the ones that really make or break it. And then, you know, we, we used to, we don't do it as much anymore, but we used to always make sure we played a couple of games against guys just to get opinions. But uh, maybe in the Madden school era, that's something we need to go back to. But um, for me, those are the things that sort of stand out. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I mean, just like you touched on, it's guys don't really understand unless they run leagues themselves, And I don't know if anybody puts as much time and effort into running the league that we have over the years, but you know, it makes it worth it for me. And I know it does for you when we do, when we go the extra mile to give you guys stuff like the podcast and, you know, you've done the website in the past, we put up the power rankings, we write the articles. It, it makes it worthwhile for us and it motivates us to do more things when guys stay active and they're making posts and they're writing articles and, you know, they're, I, I don't even mind the friendly trash talk and shit talk on the page as long as we're not, you know, disrespecting guys. Uh, and we've we've addressed that in the past. But I don't mind for guys to uh, fire up a friendly rivalry. You know, that, that makes it fun. So, you know, we appreciate guys getting involved and, and, 
and staying in it with that. You know, uh, Bobby, what do you have to add on? You know, and you and CJ definitely have more experience than I do with this, but I just like to see guys in our league that, like CJ said, are active and not just playing their games, but writing on the page and forming rivalries within their division and things like that. And, uh, you know, my biggest thing is, like, this is a video game, so I don't see why people cheat. So that's, like, my biggest thing is, like, if you know you're coming into a sim league, play sim style football don't sit there and use money plays or youtube plays and you know i know we t- talked about that earlier in earlier episodes about like everyone just assuming everyone is cheating but you know we know that stuff is out there and it's just something that i would like to see players in our league not do is like rely heavy on those plays and maybe open up their playbook a little bit and learn a little bit more about football and the concepts and everything like that so yeah yeah and we're we're going to touch on, you know, what sim football is to us in a few minutes. But, you know, I just want to add as far as, you know, what I look for in a member. And I feel like we've got one of the better groups we've ever had. Uh, of course, I mean, there's some there's some dudes in the past that I miss, and I wish they were still around. But, you know, we've moved on, and we've got a pretty good group of guys. And, you know, a little while back, a few months ago, we made the other page, the uh, Red Zone Gamers United. And – uh the cool part for me and what makes this league fun is that we actually develop friendships and like relationships with guys that we don't even know. And we play other games with them, you know, uh, sure. that's, that's what kind of, that's what I kind of look for in a guy when I'm bringing somebody new into the circle. Is this somebody that I could sit down and, and bullshit with in a party? Or is this somebody that I could talk to while I'm playing you know, a couple rounds of PUBG or, or whatever else. And when you can connect with guys on that level and play other games with them, they just have a better fit to me, you know. And we've we've had some guys come in that, yeah, they play their games, but they don't really participate in anything. They don't uh, they don't participate on the boards. They uh, they don't really talk or or you know communicate too well with with tags and, and guys trying to get up with them to play their games. And those those are the ones that really I feel like don't work out for the best, and uh, we've weeded a lot of those out. I would say, man, like like on the lines of what you're saying. I mean, if you just look like a few weeks ago, Bobby and I met Ray. You know, he came from Texas. He came up here visited. He came to Bobby's daughter's birthday party. Now, I've known Ray for about as long as I've known you. You know, I mean, it's been about eight or nine years. And yeah, you know, I consider you guys like. I mean, I talk about you guys probably more than I talk about friends that I've known since high school, you know, and it's like we've developed this relationship uh, and, you know, that was like a big deal, you know, like we made sure that schedules were clear and like we can make that happen, you know, and and that just shows like the kind of relationship we have with the guys in our group. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And then like on another note, I mean, we didn't really touch on it, but I mean, you want guys like competitive. We talk about how competitive our league is and you know, one thing I do value is that we, we've taken guys of all levels. You know, we took Cam when he was just a kid, you know, and, and we, um, you know, Root and Tank. Like, I give a shout-out to Root and Tank. Like, they both, like, you know, they struggled for a long time. And, you know, Root ended up winning the Super Bowl. And, obviously, like, Tank is is improving and, and winning games. Um, but, like, we have a, a really competitive league, um, and we want competitive guys. But we also, you know, take chances on some guys who – maybe they just started playing Madden seriously, you know, and, and, but we know they, they'll put the time in and develop, I guess. 
Yeah. You know? So I, I think like it's a good thing right now that we have this competitive group and, and you got to fight for every game. But at the same time, like we still have the ability to bring guys in because we have a group of people who will help them get better, you know, and give them Absolutely. advice. And, yeah. Uh, that's, that's just a big, a big deal. And I was going to say the same thing after CJ was done. Like there's there since I started playing, since CJ got, actually got me in the league, there hasn't been a time where, like one of the commissioners or one of the members of your guys' league who were in there for a while did not help me. If I had a question about like how to build a player, you guys weren't like hesitant to give me an answer or anything like that. And I think it's really just everything's starting to come together for me on this med and like how to actually build a good team and clear cap space and everything like that. So it's just fun to see like myself and other players that came in with me like uh grow as much as we have, it's just nice to see that. Yeah, and I mean that's uh, ultimately that's what you want, you know. I mean we we want to have a competitive league, and I, I would like to have thirty two guys that you just never know who's going to win, you know. And every game is crazy competitive. Yeah, and that's why I've always told guys, and we've done it with you, Bobby. We've done it with you know a few others. I've always told guys if you if you need advice on something or you need help with something, yell at me. If it's something I'm good at, I'll help you with it. You know, I, yeah. I don't. I don't feel like I have to keep everything a secret and keep stuff in my back pocket to have an advantage with people because, you know, there's guys out there that run leagues that way, and uh, it's it's the guys that, that catch a bad rap and get a bad name for being the, the commissioners that can't take a loss yep. and, uh, you know, for kicking guys out when they beat them or, or whatever else. And, and I don't want us to be that. And I feel like we've always done really well with – communicating with new guys and guys that weren't as good as some others to, you know, give them, to give them help along the way to make them more competitive. Hey, uh, as long as they're not the Steelers though, right? Yeah. I don't know where you all get that stuff. (laughs) That's like, that's like Ronnie's, you know, when Ronnie gets mad at me, he's like, if they were the Steelers, they'd be gone. I'm like, that's never fucking happened. Like, I I don't know. I don't know why you do that. Like one time, we've kicked a Steelers guy out of the league and it was back in the bulletproof days. And like, it was a unanimous vote. What about Trevor? Trevor quit. (laughs) Trevor quit when he was the Steelers. And I'll just point out, I'll just point out since Ronnie always wants to say, well, if he was the Steelers, they'd be kicked out immediately. Trevor didn't get kicked out of red zone until he was the Falcons. So I'm just saying. And on another note, the other guy that was the Steelers that got kicked out, I mean, it benefited me the most, if if we're being real. I mean, I, I had to play him, and then he got kicked out. And I, for, I forget what happened, but I, I know he was kind of a, a cheese dick regardless, but he was, like, disconnecting from all his games or something. Yeah, I mean, up. he was he was a cheesy player, but, like, I was willing to deal with that. And some other guys were too. But, like, his ultimate problem was his connection was just trash, man. And, yeah. Like, you would you would disconnect with him or you would lag the entire game. And it's one thing to get your ass beat, and it's one thing to to take a loss. It's another thing to take a loss when you can't control anybody on your team, and nobody wants to deal with that. You know that part just kind of sucked. So, but it, ultimately, it, that's why he was kicked. And if I remember, he got kicked. Bob ended up losing to the CPU, and I played the CPU in the AFC Championship. Is that right? Bob lost in the first round of the playoffs to the CPU Steelers. <laughs> 
And I, yeah, I remember I beat Bentley. I ended up beating Bentley, and he had won what, like back to back Super Bowls or something. So it's not like it was a cakewalk. But yeah. Anyway, I mean, you know, that ended up benefiting me more than it benefited you. But I just wanted to give Ronnie a shout out because I know how much he loves to say, you know, that if he was the Steelers, he'd be gone. Yeah, that's Ronnie. It's Ronnie's go-to plug when he's pissed off at me, which seems like it's you know, times the not he's pissed off at me. So, hey man, <laughs> campaign trails rough. It is what it is. Yeah. That on that note, Ronnie's going to be on auto for at least one more week. Uh, the big election day for him is next Tuesday. So, you know, uh, well wishes and good juju to my buddy Ron. Hopefully, you pull that election out. Everything I'm hearing, I think you will. So, let's go, Ron. Yeah. Moving on, guys, we touched on it a little bit. Everybody comes in this league, and you see posts from time to time in these Madden groups. Uh, you even see posts on our page every once in a while. That's not sim. Uh, you're not playing sim football. Sim football, that's a – you know, that term is kind of a double-edged sword. Touchy and subject. It is, man, because, like, you've got all these, these groups online that says, well, this is Sim and that's Sim, and you've got to punt the ball on this fourth down, and you can't go for – if you really watch football on Sunday, Saturday for that matter, when college is going on, I referee football, you guys coach football. What we consider Sim football in the Madden world is completely and totally opposite of what real Sim football is. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah, I would say that. Yes. You know, I mean, guys will lose their friggin' minds if somebody runs. But, you know, we kicked a guy out a couple of weeks ago. I wasn't putting up with his dramatic – I wasn't going to do it. I was not putting up with the drama from him. And it was all about Dalton ran cover three two times in a row. Well, I'm sorry, guys. But, like, if you know anything about actual real football, teams will run something to death until you stop until it. you stop it, yeah. Let me you know. let me let me piggyback off of that too. Just like like me and CJ both coach defense together. We run the same play pretty much the whole game, unless you know I see something or CJ sees something where you know maybe we want to send a blitz or maybe we want to switch up like the who the players are covering or what our D linemen are doing. But nine times out of ten, our our players are doing the same exact thing every single play. Right. And, you know, I referee on Friday nights. I'm a high school football referee, have been for a few years now. Uh, so, really good teams that are really, really competitive and, and winning ball games, making deep runs in the playoffs in the high school setting. Man, those, those teams run like five and six plays all game long, over and over and over. Bread and milk. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the middle of the field. I'm in the umpire position. I couldn't tell you how many times I have to duck out of the way of the same dive play, you know, or, or, or I have to put my head down because the they're throwing the same slant at me that they threw at, at me all night long. And it's like, you know, it doesn't really correlate to Madden or, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, whatever you're playing. Well, So like, the word sim in my mind is probably one we need to get away from and figure out a new term for it. Well, here's the thing, right? Like, I think this is what makes it difficult is, like, everybody basically looks at, like, how they think a real football game should be played, and they consider if you're not doing what they're doing, sim. But the the hardest part of it is is that it's still a video game, right? And the video game, you know, has flaws in it. And so so some of the issues that you have, like, let's talk about hurry-up, for example. Like, plenty of NFL teams run hurry-up. 
you know, I mean, it's something that, especially when like Chip Kelly had success, like it kind of took off and the Patriots <laughs> run it, but like teams run hurry up. So it's hard to say, okay, well, if you only run, like you can only run three or four plays and then you got to huddle. But the reason you have to do that is because everybody knows that like in the game, if you're stuck in a coverage, there's only so much you can do, you know, before you just have to call a timeout and switch to play. Like, I mean, the AI of the game is just, it, it, it's abusing the AI of the game. So it, people got to remember that like what you're trying to do is find that balance between like what's a simulation of realistic real life things. And then, you know, the, the video game itself, like another example of that is fourth down. Like everybody is like, Oh, well, you know, well, this coach goes for it on fourth down all the time. And this coach goes for it on fourth. Down. Yeah. Like there, there's always going to be exceptions to everything. That's, and that's what people got to look at too. It's like, there's a difference between like, what's realistic and what's an exception. You might have one coach who does this all the time, but that doesn't mean, you know, it, it's, it's a common thing, but like in fourth downs, I mean, there's been plenty of Maddens. Like, let's say, uh, I want to say it was Madden 15 that Sebastian was beating people to death. You know, I could pretty much guarantee you on fourth and short, if you're running that pistol, uh, I want to say pistol trips, bunch, strong power, you're getting the first down. I mean, you're probably getting 40 yards, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but you know, it's like if you run that on fourth down every time, like you're, you're good. So there has to be some things in place to control these things. But I, I think people need to remember it's not just about what's realistic to football, but it's also about the game and the game's limits and the flaws of the game. Yeah. Yeah, man, that strong power play, it was one of those. It, it got abused like foster children in deep Alabama. You that know, and that, the counters. <laughs> yeah. That, that, those plays yeah. were just over and over and over again. And, you know, like I said, the thing about it is, is you're going to see that stuff in real life. So, I mean, technically that is sim. You can't really complain when a guy runs a play over and over and over again and say that's not sim. Because if you can't stop it, that's exactly what's going to happen in real life. Right. But yeah. what you've got to find is, you know, we're playing a game and, and we want to have fun. And, you know, you have to put these rules down because not everybody respects each other on the same levels. And, uh, you know – I may feel like it's a smart coaching decision to punt the ball at a certain time when you think for it, you know, and you give guys, you give guys too much rope. We've learned this in the past. You give guys too much rope, they hang themselves and they tangle everybody else up in it and it, and it becomes a a mess. So I just think, I think too, like the members in our league got to understand that like, I know we have rules in place as well. You have to run 10 passing plays and at least 10 running plays. There's teams that, you know, will run 30 pass plays to 10 run plays if that's what the game is calling for. I don't – I think when people see people out here passing the ball 30, 40 times, they think, oh, they have, you know, these plays that are just going to be every coverage. That's not necessarily true. Some people just like to pass the ball more than some people like to run the ball. And I think people just got to really start to open up to that, you know, like CJ said, this is a video game and people are going to play to their strengths. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, go ahead, C. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's like it exactly though, right? Like, I mean, I've always been uh, pretty, pretty awful at uh, passing the ball in Madden. I wanted, like there was like one Madden where I was really good at passing the ball, but I mean, Shane can attest to it. Like, I've always uh, played really good defense, and then I could run the ball, and then I could run play action off the run. 
and, and that's sort of like when I find that groove in any Madden, that's when I have a lot of success. And, you know, there are times when guys are like, oh, well, you know, you're running the ball whatever 30 times well i mean you know if if that's as long to me in my eyes as long as i'm running different plays and i'm not running toss over and over or counter over and over like i mean it is what it is like i'm controlling the game and you know see and i to to again to piggyback off of what cj saying i think we have to differentiate the players that are running the ball 25 30 times a game game and switching up their run plays compared to the players that are running those sweeps and sending the tight end in motion so that they have that extra blocker on that side and stuff like that. Like, and I hate to say it again, but like the Madden school run plays where, you know, you have guys shifting the one way where the defense isn't going to do anything. Like those type of plays are the plays that I think really get under people's skin and everything like that. Yeah. The shifts and the, the motion runs where guys will put a, they'll put like a wide receiver in motion and snap the ball while they're running. You know, yeah. Those are the kind of plays that, you know, sure, you see some motion stuff in real life, but, I mean, like it screws, it screws with the game. And if you're, if you're having to look for those little advantages, man, this goes back to what we look for in a member. If you're doing stuff like that, then you're probably not a good for what we're doing here. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, like, if you look at, uh, you know, I hate to keep hating on my boy Sebastian, right, but, like, that that year that Sebastian was dominating, I mean, it's a perfect example. Like we debated all year, like, hey man, like if he's running these plays, and we know he's only running six plays, you know, like we should be able to stop him, right? And a lot of ego got in the way of that, where we were just like, well, nah, like I know what he runs, and I'm gonna beat him. You know, there there are times like people don't realize we're we're never quick to kick anybody. Like there's always. You know, there's time. There's been times where we waited too long to kick guys out, and then there's been times where we pulled the trigger too early to kick guys out. You know, yeah. but but like with him, you know, he was running these these handful of plays, and we're like, well, that's real football, and and if we if you know we got to learn to stop him, and we're going to stop him and beat him. But you know, I mean, and then dude plays you, and I don't know. I, I want to say it was the Super Bowl, but it's either it was, it was the Super Bowl. You know, the Super Bowl, and he throws you know a fade to Jimmy Graham. 25 times and catches it with one hand, you know, like oh, 25 times or like, <laughs> or like the players that come like out on 10 for 25. This motherfucker went 25 for 25 <laughs> throwing the fade to Jimmy Graham. One hand spit yeah. catches all game but long. That's insane. And, and that's the thing about the Madden school plays though, right? Like, like people, people will say, and like Rodriguez, I'll give him like, I, you know, and I'm not trying to knock him, but I know a lot. He spends a lot of time playing Madden. He laughs a lot. He sees other dudes run plays. He adds those plays to his playbook, which everybody does, right? And there have been times where I've been like, yo, Shane, I found this play. Like, I've been working on it. Like, it's dope. It's worked for me, you know, and it may work for a little while and then it doesn't or whatever. But, you know, a lot of times those plays are obvious, man, and that's that's what makes it worse. Like, if, if you run this play eight times and eight times you have 80-yard touchdowns, like, come on, bro, what are we talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, yeah like, I mean, it's- or like the players when you, when you have, like, two running backs and two tight ends and one wide receiver and they're out there in quarter defenses and everything like that. It's like, you know, they're doing something that's, you know, not sent to be honest. Yeah. I mean, quarter defense, I'm glad you brought quarter defense up and I I don't, before I get into quarter defense, I want to, I want to say one thing you just touched on Rodriguez and me and me and Rodriguez have had several conversations and we played in a couple leagues together and we had this conversation early on in Madden when he was getting accused of running a lot of Madden school and YouTube stuff. And he, you know, he come to me and he's like, 
He's like, man, it's not fair. The guys are saying this stuff about me. I'm learning these plays on my own. I play guys online. I see what they run well against me and what they're scoring on me. You know, I'll hit them up with a message or I'll find the play and I'll add it to my book. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, but, dude, it may still be a Madden school play. Like, you may be picking it up off the best head-to-head mutt guy in Madden. Yeah. But just because you picked it up in a head-to-head game doesn't mean that that's not a Madden school play in a Madden school setup, and you just learned it a different way. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make it right to abuse it. Not at all. Yeah, because, I mean, again, when you play online games and not just in a league, which is why I love being in a league like ours where it's organized and everyone plays their games and everything like that, because when you do go play head-to-head games online, all it is is the guys abusing one play or two plays, and they're scoring those 75, 80-yard touchdowns on you, and it's like there's no point of even playing online. Exactly, and those games are frustrating. They're they're aggravating. Nobody wants to sit and play where you're playing a guy that's going to run the stick play and throw the throw the fade route to the B receiver every single time. And you know it's coming, and you can't do anything about it, and he just keeps scoring. Yeah. That's why That's why we play in the franchise. And that's why we started this league a long, long time ago is so that we could play competitive Madden with guys and not deal with that kind of thing. So, you know, if that's the kind of stuff guys want to do, then, like I said, this is probably not the place for them. I'm, You know, that's one of those topics that just frustrates me, man. Like, you know when you're doing something wrong and you know when you're doing something that's kind of shady. We do too. Don't yeah. do it. Everybody knows, right? Like, it's, yeah, it's it becomes obvious, and it's like I was gonna say with the you brought up the quarter defense. Well, I've seen guys this season. Well, maybe not this season. Last season, I've seen guys run quarter defense to stop the run, the power run at that. Anybody that knows anything about football, I don't even care if you played football. If you occasionally watch it on TV you know that the quarter defense is not set up to stop the run. (laughs) If you come out on Madden and you're shutting down my power run game by running the frigging quarter defense and you're hitting me in the backfield for two- and three-yard losses, what you're doing is not acceptable. Now, it may be working, and you may have the biggest God mode defense in Madden right now running that stuff. It's not acceptable because that's not what we're looking for. It's not a simulation of real life, and that's not what we do here. Yeah. So, you know, I made a joke a few years ago uh, where, you know, I don't know why I spend all this money, uh, you know, buying Madden or why guys spend all this money buying ebooks and Madden school accounts and all this stuff when you can win on a dollar forty because that's the only <laughs> defenses you got to have the dollar, the quarter, the nickel, the dime. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you're going to run those – and they're situational defenses. Those are not base defenses that, that teams play in on a regular basis. The, the quarter defense is set up as a passing defense yeah. for late late possessions in the game to stop to stop the mid, the mid-game short game or the, the mid-passing game, you know. I would say the only – the frustrating – well, nickel. Nickel is sort of shifting to like a base in the NFL, right? I would say yeah. a lot of teams yeah. are running nickel, so – you could justify nickel and like as long as you're switching it up and you're playing a lot of different variations of it. But I think, you know, again, that comes down to like, like it's a hard thing to pull the trigger on. Right. Because if a guy, you know, I know, uh, what's, uh, Nick, Nick Franklin, right. Is that yeah. So Nick, man, I played Nick 
and I feel like I played, I joined another league and, and we were in the same division and I was playing him in our league. And I swear to God, I must've played him eight times in like two months, you know, just like constantly playing him. And, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't stop his run to save my life, man. You know, and Rodriguez, I, I talked to, you know, he gave me a couple of tips or whatever, some things to stop. And I knew what his plays were coming. I knew when he was running his little play action pass, he was in that tight end, that double tight end formation, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, I I seen guys stop it with like quarter defense and stuff, right? And it, I mean, it's not realistic, but you do gotta again look at the game and say, okay, well, you know, I want to say last it, either it was last Madden or the Madden before quarter defense, one of the best defenses in the game. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, wasn't last Madden? It was the Madden before that. Quarter defense, best defense. You know, on Madden that year. And it's and it's not realistic. And I agree. I don't think I should run it. And it, you know, it was a hot topic in the commission chat all the time. But, again, it comes down to, like, that balance of, like, well, if there's these flaws in the game, you know, like, how do we – how do we? and I think our rules are a good compromise, man. Like, I think we do have a good balance of, like, over-enforcing things. And, you know, I think we're right in the middle of, like, what's realistic and, and what's fair. You know what I mean? But Yeah. A lot of this stuff – a lot of this stuff comes down to, you know, personal integrity, man. Like, you know, one of our main rules in the league is – is to be respectful to your opponents, be respectful to the game, respectful to to everybody here. And in my mind, you know, if you're putting your own personal integrity aside to 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 run plays that you know are, are like automatics, then you're disrespecting everybody by 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 thinking that you're fooling us. You know what I'm saying? One play touchdown. Yeah. So, you know, it's a matter of integrity, and that's important to me. I mean, you guys have heard me preach that for, for a long, long time. When you lose your integrity with me, you've lost everything. So, Well, I think that's a perfect transition into our next subject, right? Like, Absolutely. Commissioner integrity, that's a big one. That's one that <laughs> – I mean, it's kind of a uh, – it's kind of a sore spot with, with those of us that, that formed Red Zone, you know. Um there was a reason red zone came into existence and a lot of it had to do with the lack of commissioner integrity from our <laughs> oath league. Yeah. Uh, who, who wants to get started on this one? Uh, you, you want me to get started on this one? I'll let, I'll let you get started on this one. Bobby's new to the commission circle, so we'll yeah. let him go last, but I, I, I'll let you, I'll let you go first on this one. I, I think, um, Dude, it's it's of the utmost important. Like you, you don't have a league if the commissioners aren't, you know, they don't have high a high level of integrity and honesty. Like, there's so much, especially this year and last year, where you could uh, adjust the ratings. You know, Magic Shoes. Um, but like, it, there there's just so much that comes with it. Like it, it it like I think one of the worst mistakes they made was making it so commissioners can edit ratings, but you there's no log of what they're editing. Yeah, you know, I, I think that that's that was like a terrible, um, and I know I I like posted that to EA a few times last year, like uh, just that they needed to change that. There needed to be some sort of log where other commissioners can see what's been edited, not just not just the player. But anyway, you know, I mean, we we obviously we dealt with uh, a commissioner that you know, and I'm still fairly cool with him, but there there were many many issues, things from. Uh, playing on a rookie skill level and when he was playing CPU and, you know, different things like that. And then you got guys clearing their cat penalty and, 
I mean, there's just there's so many tools you have that the other kids, the other guys don't have that that's at your advantage. Um, but I mean, it, it just ruins your league right away. If, if guys don't think they can trust the commissioner, then you have no league, you know. And same thing with like if a commissioner can't take a L, uh, you know. I mean, like you know this that I've always, I've always prided myself, and and you know, hey, listen, I've had some dominant regular season so there's probably some guys who think i cheat or you know or cheated at some point in time or whatever i'm sure there is somebody uh a la root you know well but, you used to have that leg switch yeah yeah yeah, yeah my leg switch when shane just couldn't take an l but um <laughs> you know i i think uh i've always and you know this man like i've always i've thrown fits about like madden school and all these different things because i've always tried to like mix up my play calling i've i've always tried to like spread out the ball and not give one guy the ball all the time. Like I've always just tried to avoid anything major that guys can be like, Oh, well, CJ's just, you know, even when I had Brandon Marshall and he was like one of the most dominant like receivers in the game. Like I tried not to just throw him the ball 200 times a season, you know, because it, it just looks, it looks suspect, man. So, you know, I, I think we got a good group of commissioners obviously, and we don't have to worry about that stuff, but I see some of these guys in the, in the sim league, finder you know groups like guys are just exposing them because they take a l and then they quit or you know they get caught editing their their ratings or they get caught hooking their boy up you know i think that was a big thing with us too as, as much as we had issues with bob there was always the like bob mike bentley thing you know like yeah and it was like we never could put our finger on it but like i still to this day i feel like he was doing stuff for mike and i just don't know how or what yeah but I, I and it's know. like Historically, man, Bentley's never been able to compete in a league where Bob wasn't running the show. I mean, he came to red zone for a while. He struggled. He couldn't win ball games. He was getting beat by people. And I, I, I can't help but feel like it was because somebody wasn't tweaking stuff for him behind the scenes. Well, and I, I mean, I still think they both were playing the CPU on rookie, man. I mean, they were, beat, they, were beating the, they were beating the computer by, like, 100 points, you know, and don't get me yeah. wrong. Like it was all of us at one point, like once you catch your stride and mad and play on the computer, you can figure out how to beat them pretty easily. But, you know, I mean, these dudes were beating the computer by a hundred points and they were having like seven carries, you know, for 220 yards. And you're like, well, well if wait, you re- wait a if second. You remember, <laughs> if you remember, that's why Bob got so mad at me one time. And that's why I ended up being kicked out of the league for a short period because I came home from work and was sick, and I thought, you know, I'm going to play my game, be you game, and just going to go ahead and play this. And I was on at a time when I'm never on. You know, I was on at like 9 in the morning, and I'm never on at 9 in the morning. And as soon as I started playing my game, I knew something was funny. Like, the kick meter was barely moving, and that was the game I, re- I rushed for like, no lie, I rushed for like 900 yards with Ray Rice in that one game, <laughs> if you remember. I had like 17 touchdowns and Bob got so furious mad at me, dude, because he was like, why would you do that, man? Why would you destroy our league? And I'm like, bro, I'm just telling everybody what you're doing. I'm just exposing you because I just came home and played this game on rookie and I beat it to death just to prove to people that that you were cheating. What what did, uh, how many passing yards did, did Justin throw for with Matt Ryan? Like like fifteen hundred. It was crazy. It was like a seat, half a season of yards. I don't even remember, man. I, I want to say it was like fifteen or seventeen hundred or something. Like yeah, that. he told me. Yeah, he, I remember. I was talking to Justin about that, and he was telling me he threw for over a thousand yards and ten touchdowns, and then went. It was one like game. 
it was no joke like 1,500 yards. And here's the thing with that one, and I, I'm going to stand up for Justin on that one. That game was what got Justin kicked out of the league the first time. And it's ultimately what leg – I actually didn't get kicked out of the league. We got in a disagreement, and I just left. Because I had already exposed Bob for playing on rookie when I rushed for 900 yards with Ray Rice's trash ass. And then we talked to Bob about it. Of course, he denies it, says it, it had to be an accident or somebody uh, adjusted something and didn't mean to. And then we catch him on rookie again playing his game. And Justin happened to be the one to catch him this time. And Justin calls me on the phone, and he's like, Shane, I've got I've got so-and-so amount of yards passing with Matt Ryan, and I've thrown for like 12 touchdowns. What do you want me to do? And I was like, dude, finish the game. You've got to expose him again. You know, everybody needs to see what he's doing to get an edge on everybody. And it's, you know, then, then he, kicks, he kicks Justin out of the league for doing that. And I actually, you know, as a commissioner at the time, gave him the green light to do it to try to prove a point. Well, really, really, all it did was was get us both put out of the league. Well, and you know me, man. I'm I'm uh I'm the asshole that chews the clock in the fourth quarter. So uh, guilty, you know. My integrity is shot there. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I think, like, to be fair, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna be be fair about, it, I think one thing we and I think we've done a much better job of it this year. At least you and I personally is like one bad thing I would say, and it's part of integrity is that, you know, you and I are kind of, kind of hotheads. And I think we've like, uh, been notorious for, for that. And I think Bobby, Bobby got a little, little streak to him too, where he, uh, you know, he gets pissed off and he calls people out. And I think Ron and Ray are like the perfect balance because like you guys don't know, you don't see our, our commissioner chat all the time, but like Shane and I will get fired up about stuff and, and like those two, man, like you could tell Ron is a defense attorney because that man is just like so politically correct. Well, we got to look at all of the evidence and, you know, and, and, and you and I are like just about to burn a guy at the stake. And, you know, he, he's, he's he's calming us down. But, uh, you know, I think in, if I regret anything in my time over a commissioner, man, there's there's been times where I've, I, you know, I'm the kind of guy I'm going to tell you to stop. You don't stop. I might tell you one more time, you don't stop, then I'm embarrassing you. And that's just, uh, it's a personal flaw of mine, you know, and I think that's something we did much better at this year. I mean, I can't really think of a time. There might've been one or two times where, where we really, you know, or at least me personally kind of jumped on a guy, but you and I talked about it after last Madden and, and we were like, you know, it's, it's a video game, man. Like we can't be stressing out to the point where it's causing real life, headaches and, and migraines and shit because we're arguing with people over, you know, a video game. So I think uh, this year was much better in that regard, as far as like both of us just staying calm and, and, uh, you know, yeah, I, mean, dude, I, I almost had a trip to the ER last year because I was having chest pains after losing a game. And I was like, see, a man should not get physically ill from playing this stuff. So we've got to, we've got to look at this a different way. And, uh, I think you've got to back up and figure and, and just realize, man, it's just a game, you know, and we're all playing for fun. So, you know, you got to take the good with the bad and you got to take the wins with the losses. If you don't, if you can't do that, you're going to, you're going to struggle. But, you know, as far as integrity goes, I, you know, we've, we've constantly got guys knocking, wanting to get in red zone. You know, we've been very fortunate this year and we've, we've kept 32 guys that were in season five. Now that's an unheard of thing. 
to have 32 active guys in season five. And I think part of it is because everybody knows we're going to do what's right. And I think a perfect example of that is last year's game. You know, we've already mentioned Justin. Um, We had to put out four or five of my real-life friends, uh, guys that I hung out with on the weekends and, and went to Kentucky football games with and drank beer with and had barbecues and our kids played to get. I had to kick them out because we felt like they were doing some underhanded stuff. So, you know, I feel like all the stuff we went through with Bob and all the stuff you see on the Sim Finder groups, like as a commissioner, man, like once you get that black eye, it never goes away. So I try to always do what's best for the league and what's best for everybody in it. And last year it just so happened to be at that point that my friends had to go. And it, it still affected you, right? Like, I mean, these guys still don't talk to you. Yeah, like, these guys don't speak to me. Like, I was in some of their weddings. And, uh, you know, like, we had get-togethers. We were – like, me and Justin were season ticket holders together at University of Kentucky for football. We used to sit together and carpool together to the games every Saturday, and he don't even speak to me no more because I kicked him out of the Madden League. But, you know, if I stood by and let people get away with stuff like that – then, you know, I've lost all my integrity. And that's one thing that I hold hold close to my heart, especially with running this league. As much time and effort as we put into it, I'm not about to let somebody strip my integrity from me. So, you know, that being said, if, if, if you ever come to us with a complaint or a concern, please understand that we do take everything you say into account. Um. We may not always act on it the way you want us to, but we always analyze and examine every single complaint you give us. And if it's warranted, we'll get rid of somebody. And if they deserve it, we'll penalize somebody. So just trust that I was willing to get rid of my own friends. You know, we turned loose of Bob, who was like the originator of Bulletproof and our group of guys that play together. And And we cut him out because of the stuff he was doing. Never think that as long as you're in red zone, we won't do the right thing for the league. Hey, uh, I, I know we've we've been on it for a while, but Bob, you we didn't really get you got any thoughts to this, Bob? I mean, like Shane said, I'm he brought me into the commissioner group, but uh, I'm fairly new to it. But again, since I have been in the league, you guys have handled everything that you know everyone. Every problem that everyone brings to you guys, you guys handle it with like the most the most integrity, as Shane was saying, that I've ever seen. It's not just, you know, you guys don't just make decisions based off of who you guys talk to the most or who you guys hang out with in real life and things like that, which is <clears throat> nice because I mean, for example, Shane was talking about his boys last year. That that really affected the Madden League because people were putting in time and effort into that game and these guys were out here cheating and giving them an advantage. And I think two of the three or four players that got kicked won like two or three Super Bowls in a row. So, I mean, we were all putting in this time and effort. So for Shane to handle it the way that he did, I just think that he it shows that, you know, they had the best interest of the league in mind. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we've we've all – I, you know, I want to say we've all, to some capacity, have made that that sacrifice, right? Like, 
not to the extent of Shane's, you know, but there have been conversations where, you know, they're like, oh, man, Bobby's not cheating, but, you know, like Bobby's making these posts, you blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, you got Sebastian who has been kicked out multiple times. And, uh, you know, we've we've gotten some heated debates, like because of guys that we have personal, like real life relationships with. But I feel like every time when it was all said and done, you know, we made a decision on like what's best for the league, you know, and we and we put that shit aside. And uh, I think a lot of guys don't do that. I mean, you see you see commissioner groups who, you know, they got a new name every every other year <laughs> for this league that they're starting. And, you know, it's the same core guys that you see running it together um, and they're having the same issues. You know, I, I like no one I, I can I don't think anyone maybe there's been one guy ever to like call us out on a Madden Sim League group and be like, oh, these guys are bullshitting, you know, and uh, I can think of other guys who I've seen called out, you know, five or six times, um, you know, every year, just constantly being called out by guys. And I mean, we've kicked just as many people as, you know, the next man. But I think that, again, our guys know that like when we make a decision to kick somebody, we don't rush to that decision. Uh, we really think it through and, and, you know, we make sure that's what's, it's what's best for the league and hell. Sometimes we ask the league, right. There's been times where we made polls and just been like, Hey, what do you guys think about this? Yeah. And two, two, when you guys, like when you guys do make a decision like that and, you know, I'm kind of interested if I get to ever be a part of that process or whatever, but when you guys do it, you guys go about it the right way. Like, as we see on the Sim Finder League uh, pages, like a lot of times commissioners would just go and kick a guy straight out of the league, not say a word to him. And then those guys are like, what the fuck or what the hell or whatever, you know? But like one of you guys will always message that guy and be like, hey, this is what we're doing. You know, this is why we're doing it. And this is, you know, why we have to do it. Um, but we generally, I, and this is something you don't know, Bobby, just to, just to interrupt you for a second. We will generally have a conversation with a guy before it gets to that point. Yeah. Sometimes multiple conversations. Uh, Scott, you know, is a perfect example. I, I had several conversations with Scott trying to save him from being, you know, kicked out of our league. Ultimately, you know, his fate was in his own hands. Well, and yeah. that's like, that's crazy though, right? Like, that's exactly what I was thinking about as Bobby was talking about this. Like, you have Scott who, like, has a personal problem with me now right like like I've, I've argued with many people i probably cussed out so many people that have been in our league over time over some issue you know you've cussed some people i've cussed you but like this man like personally like doesn't like me he's got like a serious issue against my life right like <laughs> you know and 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 then like we don't even know each other we live across the, the fucking world and, uh, you know, and then I played this game against him and, and I, you know, I chew the clock like our rules say I can chew the clock in the fourth quarter. And, and I don't blame him. You know, I was shitty at this Madden and I beat the brakes off of him. So, I, you know, he was he needed it to get in the playoffs or whatever. Like, I understand why he was why he was frustrated, you know, but like he's going crazy on me. And I, I'm I'm like, damn, I, that was a great game. Right. Like we played, we played a great game, but you talked to him and everybody talked to him. And I mean, and he took it personal, man. He started talking about my marriage and all this other shit that has nothing to do with Madden and like my business. And, uh, I mean, just, just going crazy. Right. Like, uh, and you, you warned him and you talked to him and then like we play a game 
and then he just, you know, like you let him back in, kind of let him get away from it. We play a preseason game. It doesn't even count. And then he loses his bind again. He, I mean, he beat the shit out of me and I didn't even complain. He starts talking shit to me, even though he beat me. Like, yeah, guys are wild, man. It's, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. And, and, you know, and Rob Rodriguez is, is another perfect example, man. Like, the people were on a witch hunt for Rob, and I was I was pretty put out with Rob for a little while too. But I mean, I had multiple conversations with the guy, and you know, I will do everything in the world to keep from kicking you out if I feel like you've got potential to be a long time member. And uh, you know, we don't we don't jump to those conclusions. We don't just kick guys out on a whim. You're not going to see our group show up on Simfinder getting exposed for doing stupid shit to to benefit ourselves. You're not going to see our commissioners blackmailing guys to ter- to trade them draft picks. Uh, you're not going to see those those uh, screenshot conversations with anybody in our group about about doing that kind of stuff because it's just you know we pride ourselves in in doing things the right way and doing things the fair way for everybody. You may not always like our decisions and you may not always feel like stuff's fair, but we will completely and totally assess the situation and everything that's gone on, and we'll make the best decision possible. We've, we, we've tried to always do that, and I feel like we've done a good job of it. Yeah, and we give people second chances, bro. Like, I think that's important, too. Like, you know, there have been guys who get kicked, and they come back two Maddens later, and, you know, and, and we give them a second chance. Like, if if they can – and, there you know, there are guys who have changed. There's There are guys who, you know, we had issues with, and they came back, and, and then we were good. Uh, and I mean, like on that level with Scott, man, like hopefully one Madden, he can come back, you know, he gets some help, whatever's wrong with him. And, you know, like <laughs> rejoin the league. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't even care because that's just, that's what we've done. We've done it with Trevor. We've done it with Sebastian, you know, we've done it with Justin. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it, 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 it doesn't go the way we wanted it to go. And I think a lot of times it has to do with like the taste that's left in people's mouths from like the first time. So, yeah. like you said, you get sort of like a witch hunt. Um, well, and I'm, you know, I'm a prime example of of the getting a second chance, man. I mean, just like I said, I was I was once removed from bulletproof, even though I was a commissioner. And uh, you know, when I was given the opportunity to come back in, and Bob was like, you know, you got to quit trying to make waves and you got to quit trying to stir shit up. I was trying to stir it up for the for the better of the league, and he didn't see it that way because I was exposing him, but. I got a second chance to come back and, you know, look what we've built here. So guys can get, guys can come back and, and change and, and, you know, take an opportunity for a, for another chance to come back and, and, and do better things. I lie, Bobby. Bobby's quit what? Seven times. Yeah. Bobby's the rage quit King of the East. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but Bobby doesn't even retire for a mad and he just quits for like half a season. And then he comes back. Right. It's one of my drinking days. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby quit last year, like at two o'clock in the afternoon, and by six thirty, he already had a new invite and was put back in the group. So, like, <laughs> Bobby's like the rage I, king. I don't know if I did it by six thirty because I was probably passed out by that point. It's funny, man. Like he'd be like, "Yo, your boy's going wild," and I was like, "Man, he'll be back. Don't worry about it. Give, <laughs> give, give him a half a season or something. He'll be back in a couple games." And, Sure enough, you know, there you were. But, uh, you know, and I missed that earlier, man. You are one of those guys, too. Like, you, you came in, you took your lumps. You know, you were getting yeah. – you were getting – Yeah, I was going to say that Melvin used to put his hands on me and he used to piss me off. 
Melbourne Damn. put his hands on a few guys. That Melbourne, Melbourne beat me in my last Super Bowl appearance, and it still hurts to think about it. What's Melvin's? What's he? Damn. Is that what damn. He's just that's damn. That's, <laughs> damn. Damn. Party. Any of you guys that's in this league, and Stanley, I don't know. Stanley's his brother-in-law. So Stanley probably knows more than anybody else. But any of you guys ever get a chance to sit in a party with with Melvin? Just get in there with him. Try to have conversation with him. And it's just like uh, all he says is damn. Like, that's it. <laughs> Melvin's a great guy, man. I love Melvin. He's been with us for a long, long time. And he's one of those guys that as long as he's playing, he's going to have a spot. So, all right, guys. We're 56 minutes in. Uh, it's easy to it's easy to run long. You know, I, I could talk with you guys all night about stuff. And, uh, you know, we've got – Seems like unlimited, um, I guess, experience with different things. And I think that's why everything works so great with our group. Uh, we've seen and done it all, you know. So I, I could talk I could talk with you guys all night about this stuff. But I'm going to wrap it up because I, I don't know how many guys are actually going to listen to uh, an hour podcast. Uh, Bro, I'm on this episode. We're good. They're listening. You are on this episode. Everybody's got a full hour of of CJ tonight, and I'm glad you got to come on with us, man. This was originally your idea, and, uh, you know, it was a good idea. We just, at the time, it didn't didn't mesh, and we didn't get to didn't get to do it like we wanted to, but I feel like we're getting good feedback on it, and, uh, you know, we're going to keep going with it this season. I can't wait to go into uh, Madden 19 with it. Hell yeah. Uh, I, think, I think it'll be a great thing. Um, I'll be back putting hands on people. CJ will be back. <laughs> Don't don't worry about it. It'll be tenth year, tenth year anniversary for us, so it's going to be a big one. Anyway, guys. Th- oh, before we go, game of the week. We've got to do a game of the week announcement, Bobby. <clears throat> All right. So I got two game of the weeks this week, and the first one is going to be uh, the Sunday nighter, the Patriots versus the Bengals. That's the Lee brother matchup. I think that'll be fun to watch. Hopefully, one of them will stream it so that. Uh, we can see them play. That'll be fun to watch. Domestic <laughs> violence in East Tennessee. Those guys will throw hands at each other <laughs> when that one's over. I love it. Dylan Dalton, man, two two really good adds to the league this year. Two two guys that I've made friends with uh, through work. Um, really glad they're here. But I really enjoy watching them go at it on the Facebook page when they play. It's 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 a blast. He it's can fun. he can enjoy it while he can because he's back in the cellar next year. So. <laughs> And then uh, we're gonna, the, I'm going to finish up with uh, the Monday night game, and that's the Cowboys at the Giants. Uh, Stanley has been winning that division a lot lately, and Tank has come off a big win against uh, Little Can. Uh, I think it'll be fun to see if maybe Tank can take over that division and finally beat Stanley. Heck yeah, man. Should be two really good games. Uh, don't forget, if you're the game of the week, Please stream your game. Let everybody get a chance to see it, see what's going on with you. <clears throat> we pick you as game of the week because we feel like you're going to be the most entertaining one that week with the most on the line. So give everybody the chance to watch your ball games, Guys, thanks for being with us. Uh, it's Red Zone Episode 3. Had a blast. Thanks, CJ. Thanks, Bobby, for being with yeah. us. Thanks for having me. Tonight's episode brought to you by Finesse Sportswear. Hey. You need uniforms? Of any kind, any variety, CJ will hook you up. Very good quality stuff, professional. Catch you guys next week. See you on PUBG, boss. See you. Peace.